evening, everyone. Welcome, welcome once again to another podcast of the Daily Mind. All right, cut that shit out. Um, back again. How was everyone's evening? Um, depending on where you are, it could either be stormy, cloudy, muggy. However your evening is, it's just fine. You're alive to see another night, and hopefully alive to see another day. Um, hope everybody's day went well. I uh, just got back from uh, Texas Roadhouse, me and my wife, uh, we decided sort of to um, go out this evening. Um, she had the idea originally to cook, but I don't think she really wanted to. And then I was thinking somewhere outside. So I guess two heads bumped together and we were just like, fuck it, we're going out to eat. So knowing her, she's very indecisive when it comes to like where to go. And then we just, you know, we settled on Texas Roadhouse. Now, Texas Roadhouse is one of my favorite casual dining restaurants. Um, we went, of course, it's super, super packed, which is typical. And the service was a little slow. I, I know how it is, so I never really gig the service and whatnot. It's Texas Roadhouse. It's practically the only one in town. So a lot of people are going to um, sort of, um, you know, just show up. I mean, that's just what it is. Texas Roadhouse. You, you can't get any crazier than that. Um, so... This kind of inspired tonight's episode, and I wanted to do this episode uh, for quite some time now. Um, now, again, me and my wife, we are big casual diners. So, you know, that's the episode tonight is casual dining. Um, what are some of the best places to go? Um, now, me and my wife, we're almost like foodies, right? We go to all these restaurants uh, whenever we get a chance. Of course, we do eat at home, but, you know, we like to go out, and we've been to quite a few casual restaurants now when i mean casual restaurants i'm not talking about fast food joints like burger king wendy's mcdonald's no i'm talking places like long uh uh tgi fridays um texas roadhouse ihop denny's uh longhorn steakhouse these type outback steakhouse these type of places I'm, i'm actually talking about and these places i've named we've been to oh, pretty much all of them some of them more than once um, but I will say like, you know, personally, I think in this point in life, I think one of my favorite, uh, outgoing, like places to go for a, a decent casual dining experience is definitely Texas Roadhouse. Um, you cannot, no one can beat their unlimited fucking rolls. They have some of the best rolls in the game beating like Olive Garden probably comes second when it comes to like bread shit, like the, the, the breadsticks. Come on now. Yeah. I, I'll club somebody over the head for some breadsticks with the breadsticks. Um, that's how good they are. But they I, they don't come. They come probably the closest than any other restaurant. Come the closest to Texas Roadhouse Rolls. Okay. Um, now, I'm a big steak guy. So, like, when I go to these casual restaurants, maybe for the first time, one of the first things I go for is a burger. Now, I have this weird rule of thumb where if the burger is good, Everything else is probably likely good, which is true. I've had um, some places like that, that I had a burger and everything else. The next time I went was just awesome. Um, there are some other restaurants like here in Clarksville. There's um, other casual. There's a lot of other casual restaurants like Cheddar's. There's um, Harbor Cafe. Harbor Cafe. Um, I came across this one day. I've been there quite a few times. The food is actually pretty good, and it's such such a diverse menu of items it it blow it will blow your mind like i was pretty surprised by um how much stuff that place had okay um prior to this i went to denny's now the denny's i like denny's it's a nice 
somewhat night spot. I think it's best to go during the day. The last experience we had, um, oh, the food was just not very good. And I don't ever trust to eat another medium rare steak from a Denny's ever again. Not that it made me sick. It was just not pleasing. It wasn't hot. I don't know. Maybe it just had an off night. But the crazy part is that they, they didn't even have anyone else there that night. So, I, I, I mean, I don't know. Some of these restaurants are kind of a hit or miss. You know, they're not always um, going to be perfect, and, and, and that's fine. You know, the food didn't make me sick. It just was not – it seemed like it was some shit that was just sitting there for me. It was like almost the food was waiting for me before I got there and shit like that. Um, you know, I don't know. It happens. But Texas Roadhouse, I'd say, um, as far as casual dining restaurants. And then, of course, you got like IHOP and, and – um, uh, what's another? Oh yeah, IHOP at Denny's kind of deal. Um, I remember I did an episode on uh, IHOP versus uh, Waffle House, and you know it's funny. I pick Waffle House as better, but then I kind of changed my mind. I'm like, no, IHOP is definitely better than Waffle House, uh, hands down. But maybe IHOP can be IHOP. Um, yeah, IHOP would be more comparable. Like I need to do an episode on IHOP versus Denny's um, at some point in time. But tonight I want to read down. I have a list here actually. Uh, some of the what um, what Americans rather eat, like what are the restaurants, casual restaurants that Americans are going to eat or, or they already go and eat nowadays. Now, I, I did some research. I did. Um, I found an article. This was, uh, this was actually published uh, almost two years ago, but it still resonates. Right. A lot of these chains that's on this list are very much still open. I would at least hope so. Um, it's from a website called moneywise.com. Okay, it gave, it gave me 34 of, um, let's see, some of the restaurants that are that people say are their favorites. Okay, and a lot of these restaurants you see on the day-to-day, you've been to them probably once, probably one too many times. So you, you already know this, this um, what to expect on this list, okay? And I'm going to just get right into it. I'm not even going to read the whole um, beginning synopsis. Um, you know what? Fuck it. I'll read it. Um, it's, it's a, it says here, casual dining chain restaurants are in a fight for their lives. Trendy rivals and ghost kitchens were making business tough even before the pandemic, putting a hold on sitting down uh, dining entirely. Now, disclaimer, this was also written during a pandemic or at least towards the middle stretch. So, yeah, uh, it's going to have some pandemic jargon in here. Uh, but Americans aren't ready to give up on their comfort food franchises just yet. As it turns out, people care about more than the pancakes paninis, and pan-seared pork chops these establishments are serving up. They're delighted with the overall experience from the decor to the music to the customer service. Here are the chains that take top honors for guest satisfaction, according to the most recent survey from Market Force Information. Now, I'm going to read a little bit of these restaurants, and I'm going to give you also my personal experience on these restaurants. I'm not going to give exact locations and whatnot. Maybe I will. Um, but I'm going to give you uh, a little taste. Uh, no pun intended on some of my experiences. So let's get right into it. Number th- is 34 on this list. So this should make for a really interesting conversation. Um, number 34, they got Buffalo Wild Wings, also uh, affectionately known as B-dubs. I hate that fucking term because in the military, they say that all the damn time. Hey, let's go to B-dubs. Chill the fuck out. I don't want to hear that. Just say Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> um, but it, gave, it gives you a synopsis on it. Um, let me see. Um, yeah, it gives a, a synopsis. Um, it says the original location was called Buffalo Wild Wings in Weck. It was also served as a classic sandwich from back home. Beef on the Weck is made with rare 
then cut roast beef on a Kumawek roll. Now, it also says, um, let me see. So, apparently, because of a little story, Jim Disbrow got an unpleasant surprise when he relocated from Buffalo, New York to Ohio. The chicken wings in the Buckeye State left much to be desired. So, in 1982, this guy, Jim, and his business partner founded a brand now has that now has more than 1,200 locations across the U.S. and 21 signature sauces and seasonings. So, that's interesting. This, uh, this Buffalo Wild Wings is simply because the place was somewhat founded in Buffalo. Okay, so the last time I've been to a Buffalo Wild Wings, it was honestly in Anchorage, Alaska, okay? And, boy, it was a while ago. I was stationed up there for a bit, and um, I was not very impressed. I actually recently, there was a man, I kid you not, that sued or maybe attempted to sue Buffalo Wild Wings because the boneless chicken wings were more like nuggets. I kid you not, this man actually did try to sue for this shit. Some guy in, um, in Illinois tried this now buffalo wild wings is pretty what the kids like to call mid it's not it's not a place like me and my wife will go out and it'll be like a place we pick and go to hell no it wouldn't be my first round pick for a place to go to um i can't i think i said the food was decent uh last time i remember but you gotta take into account i haven't been to buffalo wild wings perhaps since sometime between 2015 and 2016 so that should tell you right there that it is not my go-to place when it comes to casual dining, it's been a minute since I've been there. Will I go back? Maybe. Someday. Just not my first round pick. Probably no time soon. Uh, number 32, TGI Fridays. I have been to a TGI Fridays a couple of times, and I will say this. They had these little burger sliders that were pretty decent. Um, here in Clarksville, we also have a TGI Fridays. God, it's been a while since I've been to one. Uh, but I think the last one I've been to... Whew, it was like over 10 years ago in Maryland with a cousin of mine. It's It's been a while. Um, yeah, TGI Fridays is, is not my type of thing. But apparently it says here, too, original location in New York City was a singles bar that had the briefest of chalkboard menus, but growth resulted in a gargantuan menu. Back in the 1980s, everything from stuffed potato skins to eggs Benedict was made from scratch at TGI Fridays. Um you know, it's it's I don't know. I don't know who's keeping TGI Fridays in business, but they're still there. I mean, it's, it's got to be something there. Uh, and it's not a bad place. If I had to choose between Buffalo Wild Wings and TGI Fridays, I would definitely choose TGI Fridays at least. But Buffalo Wild Wings, again, it's 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 overrated. It really is. It's not the worst place, but definitely, um, <clears throat> definitely would not want to go to Buffalo Wild Wings over TGI Fridays. Now, this next one, number 32, Applebee's. I'm very familiar with Applebee's. I've been going there for quite some time. I had an ex long time ago where that was our go-to place was Applebee's. And in fact, I think recently, the last time I went to Applebee's was for my birthday. I believe it was around my birthday I went to Applebee's. Not a bad place at all. Um, it's it's nothing to, to, you know, call back home about, you know, and shit like that. It, it's kind of where... It kind of lines up with like TGI Fridays and shit like that. It's definitely better than B-dubs. Why am I saying B-dubs? Buffalo Wild Wings. It's better than Buffalo Wild Wings. That's for sure. Um, Applebee's. Uh, let's see what it says here real quick. Um, now, I think a lot of people like Applebee's, but the, the $1 margaritas or margarita night or whatever the fuck they got. And, of course, their two-for-20 menu. Um, I'm not sure if they have been doing it. Um but for a bit, that two for 20 thing definitely came in the clutch, especially, uh, you know, if you had a cheap date. 
Uh, but Applebee's is definitely one of those places that, you know, I, I definitely wouldn't mind going to. And I honestly need to turn that shit off. God, I never for, I always forget to turn that shit off that ding bong all the time. Uh, now, this this restaurant, I'm surprised, is still in business. And, I, and I'm pretty sure it's on the same level as TGI Fridays. Ruby Tuesdays. Ruby Tuesdays. Um, it said it was founded in 1972 and was a pioneer of fresh ingredient and handcrafted cocktails. The very first one was a tiny hangout near the University of Tennessee in Knoxville. I didn't know that. Um, and at one point, uh, they filed for Chapter 11. And I think they're still around. Like I, I know for a fact, I think there's a Ruby Tuesday here in Clarksville. And I don't even think I've ever taken my wife to one. No, I, I don't think I've ever been to one. It's one of those, they used to have commercials and everything. And, and you don't even hear about Ruby Tuesday on TV anymore. T Friday, TGI Fridays? I think still have commercials on TV, but Ruby Tuesday? I can't remember the last time I've seen a Ruby Tuesday commercial. I, I can't even remember the last time. Now, this next place, number 28, the Golden Corral. Now, this is a restaurant that fell hard. I, 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 I went to a Golden Corral not too long ago, a few months ago, on my own, by myself. It is very demoralizing. Um, but I went to Golden Corral. And Golden Corral, now, people are pretty skittish about the whole open buffet thing, which I don't blame them. Now, Golden Corral has a mix of everything. Back years ago when I first went to the Golden Corral, shit was perfect. It was great. Um, but lately, I don't know. The food is, mm, I don't know. It, when I went, I got full, but I just, it, 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 nothing tastes right. Like, you got to understand, not everything is meant to be cooked in mass production like that. Um, but... Uh, Golden Corral is good for the Sunday crowd, the church crowd, um, people that you just, like a big group of people you want to feed cheaply with a lot of food. Um, but it looks like they also hit hit a snag. Um, back in 2020 during the pandemic, they closed 500 locations. But um, it's still pushing. Like, we got to go to Corral out here. And um, I, I tell you, it's not a place. I don't even think I've ever taken my wife to a Golden Corral. No, I don't think I have, but I only took myself uh, because I had a gift card that I got for Christmas, and I just wanted to use it. I got tired of seeing it, and I just was like, all right, there's a $20 gift card, $25 gift card, and I was like, all right, I'm just going to use it, and I'm just going to go from there, and I did, and that was something else. Okay, number 28, IHOP. Come on, IHOP. You, you are definitely the place at 2 a.m. to go to, 1 a.m. for sure. I, IHOP is awesome, um, but I noticed lately that pancakes have gotten smaller. Like Waffle House. Waffle House waffles have actually gotten slightly more expensive and smaller. IHOP's pancakes are just about the same. Um, I have no complaints about IHOP. I love their burgers, though. Believe it or not, their burgers are pretty damn decent. Their Philly cheesesteak is awesome. Um, definitely, I, if I had to choose between IHOP and Denny's, definitely IHOP will be the pick. But they're about neck and neck in terms of menu items they're virtually about the same okay so i mean yeah ihop's great it's it's commercials um and shit like that and, and times you see in the movies it's just one of those cool little places to go to and they got like a decent sweet tea too and you know it's funny uh, everybody calls it ihop but i promise you today people don't know what the hell ihop stand for um it's in case you haven't known i'm not trying to insult anybody's intelligence it stands for the International House of Pancakes. Back in the day before it was abbreviated IHOP, 
it literally read on a sign, International House of Cancer. You ask anybody that, they're not going to know that shit. And it's not, you know, it's kind of not fair. Especially 20-year-old something, 20-something-year-old. They ain't going to know what the fuck that is. Oh, us older folk, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll totally. But I think IHOP definitely, I, the pancakes is decent. But I definitely give it to them for their burgers. As odd as that may sound, they definitely make a decent burger. And it, to me, if I had to choose between IHOP burger and Denny's burger, definitely have to give it to IHOP for sure. Um, but they've been around for quite some time. In fact, they've been around here, it says, since 1958, starting in L.A. in the suburbs. So, yeah. And they, they managed to soldier through the uh, pandemic. Next one, of course, Denny's, number 28. Um, now, Denny's, when you see Denny's, it's probably the most recognizable American staple of restaurants out there. You can't get any more American than that. Um, but, like, I tell you, um, when I went to Denny's recently, it was just not good. It was not that great. Now, prior to that, I've been to that same Denny's location. It was good. Like I said, maybe they just had an off night. And, you know, and my wife and I was like, you know... We could have just went to Waffle House or something like that. We spent this money on this food. It wasn't that great, but we could have done better. I mean, listen, even your most favorite restaurant is going to have a shitty day one day. It happens. So, you know, no, no slight, no fault on the Denny's, okay? I will go back to the Denny's, but, you know, just, yeah, I won't order a steak next time. I'll, I'll stick with the burger-fry combination with uh, Denny's. Uh, this next one, Chili's. Okay, now, one thing I like about Chili's is they give you a hell of a lot of those sausage and chips. Uh, we went to a Chili's recently for this Father's Day weekend um, out near Knoxville, somewhere of that nature. And, um, yeah, it was it was awesome. They were open till 11 o'clock. We were trying to find a place. They were the only place open where everybody else was closed. And we went there, and, man, we had this grill fajita shit. Fucking amazing. Now, prior to that chili visit with my wife, I, a couple of weeks prior, went to a Chili's by myself. It was not fun. It is so awkward eating by yourself, but it's also peaceful. Um, yeah, I had their burger there, their old-timer. I think it's called the old-timer burger. Uh, it's pretty decent. It's not as big as, let's say, IHOP. IHOP's definitely got the better of the burger. But Chili's just got a nice, chill atmosphere, and you can't beat the unlimited chip or the fajita thing. IHOP don't do fajitas, so that's where... Uh, IHOP falls uh, kind of flat in that aspect. Um, moving right along, number 26, CeCe's. CeCe's Pizza. I'm pretty sure I've had this shit one time. Now, this is a casual pizza place. I, I, I put it somewhere with Marco's and um, Fazoli's. It's kind of like a fast food uh, pizza spot. I'm, I never really went to a CeCe's and sat at a CeCe's. I'm pretty sure at some point I did eat CeCe's Pizza. I can't really tell you too much about it from my experience. Um, but uh, let's see. I mean, they seem like they're soldiering on. They soldiered on through uh, the pandemic. But I wish I could tell you more about the CC's experience. I can't really tell you. However, though, if you have been to a CC's, uh, email me. Let me know what your experience is like. Uh, number 25, Red Robin's. Okay, now Red Robin's um, is pretty decent. I, I will say Red Robin. I had no issues uh, with Red Robin's. Um, I think the last time I've been to a Red Robin, Jesus, it, it had to have been back when I was in Alaska. Um, I know they have one here somewhere in town. But uh, Red Robin, I would say, is there with um, TGI Fridays. They, they're very similar. Color scheme, the whole, the whole thing. 
Um, apparently, this was this was formed in Seattle 50 years ago, or in this case, 52 years now, um, where it has like bottomless sides. Yes, that's one thing about Red Robin. I remember, and I'm pretty sure they're still doing, is you get unlimited fries. None of the other chains that I have just mentioned offer you bottomless sides. Just imagine unlimited fries. And the fries are pretty good, too. I can't even hold you. Um, but it says here that after the pandemic, Red Robin cut a third of its menu. That's 55 items. And the company decided to keep its menu simple long-term to focus on quality. I, I, I am 100% with that. I feel like a restaurant with too many items has shitty quality because they're trying to make everything. Keep your, a restaurant with smaller items to choose from, the quality is better because they can focus more on those items versus trying to cook 55, 60 different items. So, I mean, by them doing it, I think that's a step in the right direction. And I have no, no issue with uh, Red Robin. Um, I've been there a couple of times, and I haven't had a complaint at all about it. So if you ever um, go to Red Robin, go to Red Robin, try it out if you haven't been there before. Uh, number 24, Pizza Hut. I did a pizza. I did a, literally an episode on the Pizza Wars, and now Pizza Hut pops up as a casual dining spot. Here's the problem with Pizza Hut: it's not a casual dining spot. If you travel back in time to a Pizza Hut restaurant when it had when the building was shaped just like the logo, it was literally the equivalent of eating at like a TGI Fridays or a Buffalo Wild Wings or something like that. It was really a dining experience. Okay, you had a salad bar, you had waiters and waitresses, you had people bringing you the pizza, and the pizza was made to order. Nowadays, the, the Pizza Huts of the past is no longer. Now they got smaller Pizza Huts, usually joined to the hip with like a KFC or, or something of that nature, or a Taco Bell. And, and the, the gourmet Pizza Hut experience, uh, you find me one Pizza Hut who still, you can sit there and have a complete dining experience. I, I'll wait. You're you, you really not. Um... But, again, it's one of those places that if you were alive and experienced it, it was probably one of the best places to go to on a Friday, Saturday night for a decent dinner. On uh, number 23 now, Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake Factory is dope. But I would say, I think, from the list that I've read so far, the Cheesecake Factory is probably the most expensive. Um, you could get a lot of shit out of Cheesecake Factory not just cheesecake, okay? They do make food, but please believe you're going to be paying a slightly more of a premium for that food. But for what it says here, it says like the, the, the food is made from scratch every day. It's not microwave. It's not thrown in a fucking thing. It's, it's, it's literally made. And it says that for dessert, one of almost 40 different cheesecakes. Cheesecake Factory is a shit. Now, I, I find Cheesecake Factory to be like a cool little anniversary birthday thing not for like a three-year-old like a birthday party for a three-year-old no absolutely not but uh for grown-ups definitely i would say um it's a place to go to um hands down cheesecake factory last time i've been to one was in maryland uh i was visiting my uh my stepmom and dad um with my wife and i think we had you know we dined there i think my wife was with me i'm not sure but I remember we, we went to a Cheesecake Factory out there. Yes, yes, it was. And we went to Cheesecake Factory, and it was it's perfect. I, I think I may have been to Cheesecake Factory all my life about twice. And I will say I have not had not, I have had not one bad experience for the Cheesecake Factory. I, would I go back again? 
Absolutely. But so far, I think that's the most expensive place I've read down on this list so far. Um, I'm going to try to make it through all these. I might even have a part two tomorrow to give me something to talk about. So I'm going to try to make it down to, I would say, because I could make a longer episode, but I like to try to keep this at, for this particular topic, a half hour, and then I can finish the rest tomorrow. Uh, number 22. I never heard of this place until I came out here, and I actually went with my wife and tried it. It was surprisingly good. Number 22, Logan's Roadhouse. So Logan's Roadhouse is apparently a franchise of sorts. Um, well, actually, here it says uh, the Nashville-based Steakhouse temporarily closed all of its locations in March 2020 um, when they filed for, when the parent company filed for bankruptcy, but after a new investor, they reopened. Uh, it says the Roadhouse favorites that keep customers coming back include wood-grilled steaks, burgers, ribs, and the American Roadhouse meals. The chain also offers choice cuts of meats from the Logan Butcher Shop for folks to grill at home. It says, here's a fun fact. Logan's make more than 98 million rolls a year, and you can add that to the number when you order a dozen to go. Now, this restaurant here is probably the closest to uh, Texas Roadhouse rolls. Okay, obviously, uh, Logan uh, Steakhouse is in just about direct competition with Texas Roadhouse. And I've had a Logan's roll. It was actually pretty damn good. Um, it's not shaped the same. It's not as fluffy, but it's good. And I had no complaints about it. I was like, damn, this tastes almost like a Texas Roadhouse roll. And it's simply because, well, they're trying to compete with Texas Roadhouse. I guess that makes a hell of a lot of sense. So um, we, I tried Logan's for the first time, me and my wife, and we enjoyed it. We will absolutely go back to Logan's Steakhouse. Now, if I have to choose between Texas Roadhouse and Logan's, it's going to be Texas Roadhouse now. Okay, but I know what I said about Logan's. Logan's is still a good option. I would say Logan's Roadhouse would be a second option if Texas Roadhouse is too crowded. And I will give Logan's Roadhouse at least that much. It's a, it's a really, really good spot. So I, I, I kid you not. Um, if you ever, or if you live near a Logan's, um, or if you're here in Clarksville, you live near a Logan's, I highly recommend you go to Logan's. It's actually pretty damn good. Um, this next one, I never even fucking heard of. Uh, Oh, no, I have heard of this. BJ's. Now, this is not to be confused with BJ's wholesale stores. This is actually a restaurant chain called BJ's. Um, it says here it was born in 1978 as a pizza joint. When the first seven locations thrived, the owners bought out another chain and added a microbrewery. Now, there's much more to BJ's than pizza. The massive menu features both comfort food and healthy choices, and its signature beers have won more than 200 awards. Um, it was also originally named BJ Grunts. I don't know where BJ's is out here. I would try it if I came across it. Um, but no, I've never had BJ's, unfortunately. And I can't tell you or give you a story about BJ's whatsoever. So um, maybe at some point I'll come across this restaurant. This next restaurant I actually did go to. I didn't even know it existed until I moved out here. Cheddar's Scratch Kitchen. I went here with um, a buddy of mine and his family. And we went to this restaurant. In fact, it was kind of like they treated... Uh, it was for my wife's birthday. Yeah, there it is. They treated her for her birthday. Um, this restaurant here, it's over at Wilma Rudolph, is actually pretty pretty decent. Okay? I would choose that over Buffalo Wild Wings. Absolutely. Um, this, this, uh, this episode, by the way, is not a hate video or Buffalo... I mean, hate podcast on Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay? I, I need to establish that. But there are better choices out there, okay, than Buffalo Wild Wings. All right, so it says Cheddar's opened up way back in 1979. 
but the restaurant is staying on top of its game. Patrons still give it high marks for its food quality, good value, and prompt service. Um, it's best known for comfort food like country fried steak and chicken pot pies there, but there are plenty of waistline friendly options too. Yeah, um, I, I recommend Cheddar's for sure. Um, there is one location out here in uh, Clarksville. I recommend you definitely try Cheddar's, or if you have a Cheddar's near you, give it a shot. If you don't like it, okay, whatever, but uh, I'm giving you the okay. I'm not I'm not a food critic. I just need to make this disclaimer very clear, but um, yeah, just, just give it a shot. Okay, now I got two minutes, but I'm going to read two more of these. Let me see. 20, 17, 17, 17. Okay, I see here. So it's got restaurants that are tied. Now, there's three restaurants here that are tied at 17, um, which technically is 19, 18, 17. Okay, I see how they did this list. Okay, it's too easy. So you know what? I'm going to wrap it up with this with that one, right? I'm going to finish this up tomorrow with the rest of the list. I don't want to drag this more than a half hour. Um going over these restaurants. I'm going to bookmark this because I kind of like this um, this particular website, uh, moneywise.com. Uh, the next, I, don't, I didn't even see what number one was, okay? So I can't even, I'm not even going to spoil that for you. But this next restaurant that I'm going to name tomorrow on the list will probably surprise you a little bit. Well, no, not really. It wouldn't really surprise you. But um, nonetheless, just stay tuned. Uh, check in for the uh, part two of this episode of Casual Dining Restaurants. And, um... Yeah, see if your restaurant made the list. If it did not make the list, it's okay. Because there's a lot of honorable mentions, I would say, um, that don't make this list for casual places. Like particular diners. Now, you know, the American old school style diners, I love those because you always guarantee to get a big ass burger with those places. But, you know, they're kind of hard to find in certain places. But, you know, those are honorable mentions, whatever. But stick with the list. So tomorrow, tune in. Or whenever I do the next episode, part two of Casual Dining, enjoy the rest of your evening. All right, I'm going to call it a night myself, and then, um, yeah, we'll go from there. So happy dining if you're going out. Uh, hopefully, you tried these places already, so uh, I guess we'll see. All right, so have a great night. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And again, if you um, have any questions or you have a suggestion for an episode, it is the Daily Mind Podcast at gmail.com. That's the Daily Mind Podcast at gmail.com alright so wrapping up the show we're done that's part one part two tomorrow stay tuned alright or whenever I do the fucking episode alright have a great night we'll do it again next time ciao